All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Well, we have some action in the NBA. I, I can't believe it. I, this was a, a dead month as far as I was concerned with games that didn't matter, except for the Knicks are coming on strong, which is fun for the league, obviously, always. And now Steph Curry is out of his mind and LaMelo Ball is back. And for our purposes, that shakes up the MVP odds. That shakes up the rookie of the year odds. We're going to get to all that. It's exciting. I guess we should uh, talk about first the Jake Paul, Ben Askren stuff. Um well, I know it's your bed ache, brother Bry. So let's just do that. Let's do it. Why? Why are we waiting? Just let's jump right. Dive. <laughs> yeah, let's jump right in. Let's deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bed ache. It's a bed ache. It's a bed ache. <laughs> Brian, I don't even know if we can call this a bedache because it wasn't agonizing. It wasn't drawn out. It wasn't close. It wasn't anything, but it was a, a very sad performance by Ben Askren. <laughs> um, you had him. I had him. We all had high hopes that it would beat Jake Paul, but it didn't didn't really shake out that way. Oh, man. I, I'm, it was probably. Uh, yeah, I gave this out as the best bet last week i don't know why i i think i i wanted to talk about this fight i've been wanting to talk about this fight for a while so i figured what better way than to put it out as the best bet and god that was maybe one of the worst one of the worst decisions i've made in my life like i told joel yesterday like i've made like you know this year i had like my best worst decision right i bought a perry painting that was best worst i have the Askren to me was the worst worst and i said i don't even think i have I don't have a best best. There's no best best for me. It's always best worst worst best is the best for me. So well, I'll get to the best best. I don't know how much money we put on it, but there's an <laughs> NBA futures out there that I want to talk about later that we really know. But that was uh, yeah, it was bad. Um, it, I don't know. He said well, um, we're hoping to get him on uh, later in the week, but he said he trained for the fight. He trained 11 weeks straight. He didn't listen to his trainers. He knew the overhand right was what he had to look out for, and uh, he walked right into it. It looked like he could have continued. Um, I don't know if it would have mattered, but what bums me out about Askren is I feel like he's taken harder shots and for a longer time Well, and answered the bell. Yeah, that, yeah. that's the thing, right? He had, you know, the people go back to his fight against law. I mean, Masvidal, whatever. You take a knee to the face, anybody's right. going down, right? But he fought Robbie Lawler. I mean, he was getting pummeled to death on the ground, just right. strike after strike, and he survived and won that fight. That's what... Makes this maddening, but it's also the difference, right, between the two sports, between boxing and MMA. Like, if he could go to the ground and still survive, like in boxing, it's a little bit different. But for some reason, though, I felt like I took this fight more seriously than Askren, right? But yeah, as, as soon did. as soon as the weigh-in happened, we were all kind of like, oh boy, like he's not in good shape anyway. Normally, like he's not right. an overly muscular, and that's always how he's been. But to see him a little bit, you know, with the the love handles were a little bit extra large. Uh, but yeah, everything about that was bad. I mean, the production was just crazy, right? It opened up with Snoop Dogg and Urkel smoking weed. De La Hoya you had drinking. Paul L. Bernstein, right? You immediately, it was immediately bad for him. All he kept getting asked the whole night was basically if he had a <laughs> if he had a contact high, right? Pete, yeah. da 
Pete Davidson immediately knew it was a bad career move for him. Justin Bieber walked off the stage forgetting a song. You right. were the what you were the one that pointed that out. So, you know, and then again, the funny thing about all this is 30 seconds. The, the reason why this makes this worse for me is 30 seconds into that fight. If you said who's going to win this fight, I actually thought Jake Paul for the first 30 seconds was like, I was like, oh, he doesn't look too confident in that. Oh, really? I was like, I would have probably jumped on Askren after 30 seconds. That's how bad of a decision. Oh, I kind of knew. I thought I knew right away. You know, he just, he just, I don't know. His like his movement looked a little bit off for a second, but then once a couple jabs once. once, Yeah. Then, but it was like the first few seconds, like asking, pushed him a little bit. And I was like, all right, if if he can keep it like this, but man, but it just shows you're just, uh, again, Parley kid. Yes. Parley kid. This is a, a, I think a problem with the wrestling, right? Because a dozen years ago, he was the best in the nation. He won the (laughs) NCAA championship at Missouri. Uh, and then where did he go from there? Right. Professional wrestling. If you turn pro, it's not exactly the same uh, Greco Roman style you're used to. So then now this guy, this poor guy, the two things he's going to be remembered for is getting knocked out by Paul and getting knocked out by Masvidal and both took, uh, under two minutes total, right? Yeah, that's a great point. So he's 153 and seven as a collegiate wrestler, which you know yeah. is outstanding. Four-time All-American, two-time champion. And, uh, you know, now you look at it and it's his career is matter. defined as the Masvidal fight and uh, this fight, which I didn't watch a minute of, by the way. Uh, and But it was agonizing for me because you guys started this chatter around eight o'clock on the East Coast time regarding yeah. this fight. And I'm kind of following you guys. And I'm like, when is this fight starting? And I don't think any of you had any idea exactly what time it was starting. And I think it was finally, I just wait for Brothers Bry's text, like, you know, what he sends when something bad happens, like, ah, <laughs> you know, F that or something like yeah. that. And I know it was over. I knew it was over. That's all. Right. That's all I had to wait for was that text. So I feel bad for Askren. A premier athlete in his day, but should we feel bad? What are you taking about a million dollars for both those fights? I mean, yeah, combined. The, so right, for both he might be the sure. last one laughing there. It's fine. Oh, he's gonna he get. Might, a, he's uh, gonna get a lot more too, right? I mean, if he gets a percentage of some of that pay per view, oh, I'm I mean, sure. Because sure right, what they said, one and a half million buys or some shit, crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was one of the most successful uh, pay per views of all time. And uh, by the way, you East Coasters, I feel bad, and I don't know why they haven't figured this out. I guarantee there's a good number, ten thousand, five thousand, ten thousand people are just like, ah, the main event's on too late on the East Coast. I'm not staying up. I'm not staying up till one in the morning. And it became. Uh, apparent that that was going to overlap with the Whitaker fight, no matter how many musical acts they put out there. Uh, it didn't matter. So that sucked too on the MMA side. All right, Harry, what is your bet ache? Not as a, not involving pugilistic uh, concept, right? What's your betting? Uh, yeah. Well, well, mine was, I didn't bet much this week. Didn't bet much, you know, but on Sunday, Ouch. I really, yeah, I really did have a, a feeling for Martin Truex um, <laughs> and NASCAR again at Richmond where he does, Traditionally, does great. He was running in second, running fine uh, up amongst the leaders. And with about 50 laps to go, he gets a penalty speeding, entering pit road and pushed him back. It loses a lap. And then he makes his way back as the race goes. But he makes his way back to fifth. I've got top three. I've got uh, to win. And I had top three on extra points for Sunday. It's my pick of the day. And he finishes fifth because of that speeding penalty. Uh, 
entering pit road. But meanwhile, I just rather him wreck. I'd rather him wreck than finish fifth. Oh, that's and then nice. just and just that's you know, well, you know, that's the way it goes. That sucks. Well, I, speeding should not be a penalty in NASCAR. It just shouldn't. I get it. There's sta- safety precautions pulling into point, pulling Steve. into the pit stop there. But I mean, it's like if Mike Trout hit a 550 foot home run, they're like, no, 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 that's too far. You can't do like that. Sorry. No, take <laughs> so another silly, another silly situation when it comes to NASCAR. Yeah. On a well, you dug deep for that Truex pick. He was only by uh, the, the by far the favorite in the race. So I'm uh, wow. I'm glad you read the same three articles that the rest of us did. <laughs> <laughs> went out on a limb. Um, Harry's been getting screwed listen. with that, right? This year, like the last couple of races, right? Those main the guys who have won it historically have not fared as well, right? Uh, right. It's, all, yeah, it's all ridiculous. I feel like Danny Hamlin's top three every yeah. week, but I, I got to yeah. check. Uh, all right, Parley yeah. Kid, what's your betting? Well, uh, hockey again, Sal. I think last week it was my uh, best bet. I've been on a roll with my sharp tank. So uh, I went uh, Jets minus one and a half over the Ottawa Senators. Mm-hmm. They're up by two with about a minute left. And then we saw the rare six on three advantage uh, with the goalie pulled. Jets commit mm. two penalties uh, at the same time. Then with nine seconds left, uh, that two goal lead disappeared. Probably with the probably what was going to be the last shot of the game by the Senators. Uh, meaningless goal for them, but not for me as I lose uh, with the Jets minus one and a half. <laughs> Pretty tough one to take. Well, I think the moral of the story is you can't bet the Jets in any scenario. If they're wearing a face mask and, and ice skates, it doesn't matter. Just don't don't bet the Jets, oh, right? Enough. Uh, all right. Well, that was Bet Aches. It was brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Baseball, full swing right now on PropSwap. You can find the best odds in the World Series, futures, division parlays, and fun props like most home runs and most hits by today. While the odds are sky high and the resale on prop swap next month for a profit when the odds drop, you can turn $100 into $400 and never even touch the ticket. That's the whole thing. You don't want to touch anything these days. And wash your hands. If you don't have to touch a ticket, it's an extra bonus. Sign up for a pre-account. Sign up for a free account using the link propswap.com slash Sal, and you'll receive a $50 bonus when you deposit $10. Just go to propswap.com slash Sal. Propswap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Let's hear the song again. Jim Cunningham. When a bet makes you sick And you make the wrong pick It's a bad egg It's a bad egg It's a bad egg I should mention these guys, and they alluded to it, every single day, extrapoints.com, giving out winners. Parlay Kid was on a run with NBA player props. Um, Harry's been on a run of late. If he could stay away from this NASCAR um you know, the speeding violations and all that. Uh, yes, Brother Bryce had his run. Do it. Extrapoints.com. Free picks every day. Martin Weiss jumps in there. Jen Piacenti with Baseball Daily Fantasy and our friend Jerry Ferrara. By the way, you guys are really excited about the Knicks. Uh, again, this is a dead month for basketball where there's 18 games left. We're pretty much known, especially with the 7 through 10 now that get in. Like, uh, all right, I, I, I'm, we're watching for positioning at this point, right? for uh, another four or five weeks. But the Knicks, Parley Kid, the Knicks on fire, six in a row. They, they play tonight, right? Yeah, Hornets. Big tonight. one tonight. Yeah, they got a, they got a, um, some big games coming up here. Uh, what? Look, here's what's great about the Knicks, Sal. We talk team. It's a team. Uh, I love it. Uh, they've, they've uh, re- It's great for the NBA. Look, so no matter what, 
It's great mm-hmm. to have the Knicks. And look, they're not all the way back. I mean, they're five games over, 500. I mean, we're not talking about an elite team here. But, man, the NBA is much better when the Knicks are good. And they're good. They're good. They're not great yet, but they're getting there. They're building something. Very exciting, Sal. Well, you want an exciting first round. I should mention on FanDuel, Knicks uh, six-point favorite over the Hornets tonight, minus oh, 230 if you it, like them. You know what that means to us in this game here tonight. Oh, uh, it's a lot. I mean, <laughs> a lot. It's going to be <laughs> it's, 57 It's a lot text. riding on this Knicks-Charlotte game tonight. Personally, personally, we have a friend for who for no reasons become a Charlotte Hornets fan and a LaMelo ball fan, but he's not playing. We're going to get to that in a second. I don't think he's, he's not playing yet. He's cleared yeah, yeah. to play, which means he's got a little little rehab to do and stuff before he uh, sees the court. But yeah, Knicks minus 230 over the Hornets if you think they'll make it seven in a row. But Parley kid, you're right. That's what we want, right? A first round matchup with the Knicks and Celtics would be great if they can both jump in that four or five if Atlanta drops, right? It'll be fantastic. And, you know, no team is, you know, we thought the Knicks were going to definitely fall into that 7-10 to 10 range, but they're playing well. I know they got some difficult games. That's why the next couple are big with the Hornets, mm-hmm. with the Hawks. They take care of business with those teams. They do have a tough West Coast uh, right. uh, stretch here late in the season. But, um, look, we know the Knicks play hard every night, so they give themselves a chance to win basically every night. All right, let's talk about Steph Curry and what's um, what's become of him. I mean, he is just phenomenal. He's going nuts. And when we thought the MVP, I mean, he wasn't even in the MVP talk. And hats off to Gina Paradiso. She does the betting academy with Kendrick Perkins. She liked him for a while. This is like four days ago. He was 100 to 1 odds on FanDuel to win MVP. And now, and then yesterday, what was he, Jim and Joel? He was a uh, sixty to one. Yeah, 60. sixty to one. Hmm. And now I'm looking. He is four, 18, eighteen to one. Yep, eighteen wow. to one. Wow! Still, I can't believe he's not even odds because it, everybody on Twitter and anyone who's ever watched the basketball game now thinks he should win MVP. But uh, Nikola Jokic is still the favorite at minus three fifty. Embiid plus three fifty. Giannis sixteen to one. And then Steph at 18 to 1. Honestly, I can't, I don't understand why that's not lower. Um, you thought, guys are you guys are drinking the Kool-Aid. You think he's he should he deserves it, huh? Well, he's got a, I mean, he's got a legit shot, Sal. Uh, whatever that sound was, Harry made it great again. But uh, <laughs> you did it again, Harry. What was that? <laughs> Come on. We'll get it sent to us. <laughs> yes, yeah, he please, did it. please, he please, did Jim, it. send send it to us again. Asshole. Uh, what did uh, I do? <laughs> He doesn't even know when he's doing it now. This is great. But look, it's funny because I looked up after the game last night. (laughs) I looked up after the game last night and I was shocked that he was 18 to one because I was like, everybody's going to jump on him now. It should be like three or four or five, you know, three to one, five five to one. And then this morning, I like is still 18 to one. I was like, what the hell is going on? But like, you know, obviously like Jokic last night. That was huge for him, right? So Jokic yep. had a big yeah. come, big comeback win. They should never have won that Grizzlies game. Crazy stats plus double overtime. So his stat line was ridiculous last night. So that really helped him out. If they lost that game and Curry with the great game he's had, like that could have easily have shifted significantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but look, they're you know if they finish his seventh or eighth spot, look, they're twenty eight and twenty two with him, one and seven without him. Their roster is god-awful. I mean, he's averaging 40 mm. points a game this month. Like, if he can keep this up, I mean, there's, you know, he can definitely easily average 35-plus a game for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, if they, they say in that seven range, I mean, again, at 18 to one, I mean, those odds are a little ridiculous at this point. Last five, 53, 42, 33, 47, and 49. He's definitely coming on strong. He's, I don't even know how to, how do you Look, gauge this anymore? They don't make the play. Obviously, they don't make the playoffs. So, nowhere, nowhere close to making the playoffs if he's not in the lineup. But you could say that about a lot of these guys. Go ahead, Harry. Jump I was, in. No, I'm just going to say, you're right, Sal. Like 11 of the last 12, he's got 32 or more. Next three games are against Washington, Denver, and Sacramento. Should light them up. They had 15 wins last year. Uh, they're, they're crushing that this year. They're right on the verge of making the playoffs. Um, and they don't have a Thompson, obviously. Wiseman, who was their first-round pick, uh, played well to start the season, but he's been hurt and probably isn't coming back for the rest of the season. For Curry to do what he's been doing, it's extraordinary. It's fantastic, especially at his age, too. And Bede's been stepping it up lately, too, for the Sixers, putting up big numbers. And they look to probably win the East over the Nets. He's got to get mm. consideration, too. But still, the, the Warriors, 8-26 and 26 last year at home, 17-10 and 10 this year at home. Curry definitely deserves much of a, uh, all the accolades he's getting. And he might be right there, second right behind Jokic, who just happens to have survived getting injured. I guess that's the main thing. So, well, okay. So uh, that, that brings me to a few things. Well, first of all, Parley Kid, do, do, does everyone just like the odds or do you think he should win? Is there a good yeah, value I think in that's your, I think it's great value with the odds yeah. just because of the buzz surrounding Curry right now. But we've seen this happen there's been several players this year who have generated buzz, correct? I mean, mm-hmm. so just a couple of weeks ago, I think Brother Brian was like, look at Doncic's numbers over the last, like, two weeks. Like, they're phenomenal. Right. This is incredible. Uh, I think it is a little shocking that it didn't come down past 18-1. to 1. I think that's where the, the – but in terms of him winning, I you know, I think it's good value. It's worth the risk. I don't think I personally don't think he should win the award mm. at this point. Uh, one of the things I would say is he's on a great stretch here, but he is, you know, when we talk about like elite stretches, his he's shooting 43% from three this year, right? That's a very good number. 43. I'll, you take that any day of the week to shoot 43%. But that being said, um, it's not like elite, elite level. And somebody said, well, he shoots a lot. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He shoots so much. Mm-hmm. And how about, you know, he smacked, he, look, he did smack down Embiid last night for the award. So I think Harry's mentioning Embiid. I think that was a head-to-head. Curry's really jumps ahead of Embiid now in mm. my book. Wow. That, But at the same time, you know, Curry is, and he's able to shoot a lot. He's on a great streak. He'd probably cool off here. If he does this for the next 18, whatever there is left, then there's, this uh, is there's incredible. 59 games left. There's 50, <laughs> some teams have 57 left, but he has 59. <laughs> yeah. I, I, here's what I'll say. There's too many good players. And like I said, this is a dead month and you got to talk. First of all, you should talk about Steph Curry. He's been phenomenal, but you have to talk about something, right? So this is what we're going to discuss. And there's too many good players and there's one MVP award. And what I would suggest they do, they shouldn't do this because if they do this, then you can't talk about, you can't have any discussions about NBA in this uh, dead April month. But what they could do is, you know, like the Grammys give out best song, best album and best record. And it's nonsense because it's kind of the same. Although I could tell you what the distinction is, but 
it's kind of the same category. I feel like the NBA could do the same. You could do the most valuable player, and that's Jokic, who hasn't missed a game. And there's something to be said for that when the next four guys have missed like nine games each, right? And Jokic is going to, by the way, he's going to win, I think. I I really do, because he's going to, the Murray injury is not going to matter. If you look at the stretch, they're going to go six and two in the next eight or in in this eight game stretch. So, He's going to show that uh, he's he's the most valuable without the dazzling 55-point games. There's most valuable, I would say him. I would say most durable. That's like the LeBron James award, right? Like the most durable. You give that to somebody else. And the most outstanding is Steph Curry because he's the best we've ever seen, right? He's the most dazzling. So maybe he's the Allen Iverson award. And LeBron James is the most durable. And then the most, you know, LeBron, uh, like Michael Jordan is the most valuable, right? Maybe you split sure. it into three because there's too I mean, many good players. And Paul, like kid, you you mentioned it. Like people are rooting for players and not teams in this day and age. Right, that's the problem. I mean, so, but I think that the same could be said. I've been saying that in baseball really more forever because yeah. baseball is really the one true sport where we see it where you got a guy Trout whose numbers are always phenomenal, but if he's on a last place team, he's not the most valuable. He might right. be the best player, but he's not the most valuable player. So. Uh, this goes back to what we've been saying for a while. And look, here's another thing. How about coaches? Where's the coaching here? Do a better job of trying to stop this guy. If you're telling me he's got no other talent on the floor, how is Curry right. scoring like this? These coaches yeah. got to do a better job. They got to. You might say, well, he's indefensible. He's shooting from 10 feet outside. Well, double him up at half court. Make him get rid of the ball. Something. It is kind of embarrassing, and he's his ball handling seems to be better than ever, right? He's going on some it's kind great. of crazy, crazy clinic every, night after night and getting to every shot he wants, And but they'll still have to go in. It's nuts, and he's taking a ton. Um, rookie of the year, what do we have? Joel Solomon, I checked it yesterday. Edwards was minus 210 two days ago to win rookie of the year. Then it went off, and I feel like Fandle and the books got wind of it before it was even announced that LaMelo Ball is cleared to play. Then it was off for a while, and now LaMelo Ball is minus 210. Is that right, Brother Bry? Yeah. To win yep. Rookie of the Year. Yep. Oh, yep. sorry. Great. Whoa. Minus 300. Whoa, Holy shit. Shit. LaMelo Ball minus 300. Anthony I Edwards. told you guys. I told you guys. These lines are horse shit. Why, <laughs> Harry? What's the matter? You don't like it? Just He hasn't played just because he's announced he's coming back. That's that better for you, Harry. It switches that much. Anthony Edwards has been fantastic, especially the last uh, through uh, since the beginning of April. He's averaged twenty three a game. Nine of his last eleven, nineteen or more. I think he deserves it. He's been playing the whole season too. Interesting. Well, he hasn't even Brian. What was he before he got hurt? Like minus six hundred? Yeah, it was like minus six hundred. And then uh, when we did this the last time, as soon as Ball got hurt, he was like plus two hundred. And part of the kid and I both liked that at that point in time. But look, mm-hmm. I think the thing is, like, you know, Edwards. The line have, shouldn't move like that, Brian. Yeah, no, shouldn't move that much. It shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, I agree that maybe it's a little bit out of whack. But like, and Edwards' numbers have been good. Um, it's probably again, it's a little bit more based on volume. But you know, the one thing with Edwards is like, since Ball has gone out, there hasn't been that. You know, Edwards had some crazy, you know, big moments. I think mm-hmm. when Ball was playing, but over the last few weeks, like the biggest thing. Edwards is known for is the whole A-Rod comment, right? About the, right. the Timberwolves. That's like the main thing. There hasn't been any 
crazy highlights around Edwards recently. Again, he, right. he was smart not knowing who A-Rod is. Who wants to know who A-Rod is? <laughs> he was oh, smart. He but was smart not is, knowing who someone is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think, you know, if, if uh, especially if ball comes back now and, you know, it, the Hornets have struggled a little bit. So if ball leads them back to a couple right. more additional wins. I think, you know, he'll get the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I just, I just don't think Edwards over the last month has, even though again, his numbers for rookie have been great. I don't think they've stuck out. I don't think he's, he just hasn't well, stuck here's out the thing. enough. Why the, the Timberwolves are 15 and 43. They're in dead last in the yeah. West. Yeah. They're all yeah. tied with Houston. Now they're off. Why don't they do a thing like wink, wink, you're going to take uh 30 shots a game. And we, we got to get you some 40 point games in here just to, you know, re-energize mm. the franchise here. We're not doing anything. We're not going to be around the next month. We're not playing in the seven to 10 to eight, nine, whatever matchup there. I, I feel like this is the, the time of year where you can kind of take over um, because you're losing by 20 every game anyway. It gives a crap. Uh, so he's not helping himself. What I want to know is how many games does LaMelo have to play, Parlay Kid, to, to win this thing? Well, look, when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, you know, Dr. Parlay Kid said he'll be back. <laughs> he will be back. Harry, you remember me he saying that. I said he'll be back. This injury might not be as bad as we said. I said, he'll be back. I, I thought at that time, I always said, maybe if he played five or six games, he'd get himself back into the conversation, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I think maybe he's going to get more than that. So uh, I think he's I think he's got this award. As long as he plays okay, the Hornets win a few games and uh, probably should have jumped on him uh, just, a, just well, a few days ago. Just a few that's days. the thing. It's a, it's a wrist injury. So maybe what if he's not? The Lamelo Ball, we knew, right? What if he comes back? The shot's a little well, I off. Think, I mean, is he better off just not playing the rest of the year to win this award? We're <laughs> <laughs> playing three games. I mean, I'm not sure. It is, it is a good question. Uh, all I want to know is: Does Doctor uh, Parlay Kid prescribe medical marijuana cards? Ah, uh, <laughs> you do it, Parlay Kid. It is 420. <laughs> this is Parlay Kid's favorite uh, holiday. Doctor Parlay uh, Kid. Doctor Parlay Kid. It's 420 Man. and Hitler's birthday. It is 420. So he's very excited. TPK. Yeah. You know, I Dr. didn't even know that, Harry. I, you know what? I mean, come on, Harry. Jeez. DRTPK. All this, all this like guy that. thinks about. It's just, it's become sad. This is, I know. it's, it's really just, a shame. I'm just happy he has his eyes open today. You're a doctor. <laughs> At this point, I mean, it's 9 a.m. It's already very late in the day. You know. uh, I am going to, I'm going Jokic and I'm going LaMelo. I think those are the winners. I don't know if, uh, I know that I'm not saying anything special there, but could you, if you parlay those, do they even let you parlay those anymore. Three fifty uh, and three hundred. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't do you it. You can't, uh, right? You can't. But so if you if you bet them separately, <clears throat> eventually you get a payout of a little like minus one fifty or something. But um, those are mine. Who wins it though, Parley Kid? Real quick, you think? Do you think Curry wins? You like Lamelo to win? You like? No, you yeah, Curry? I like Lamelo and I like Jokic, like you're saying. So okay. I mean, without Murray, right? Uh, He's the guy now. He's the guy. So, yeah. Uh, and a spectacular game last night. So, we talked about Curry. Jokic, you know, matched him point for point last night. So, uh, and I think right. he's going to continue to do that. So, I like him. Denver at Golden State Friday. Did you even, do we even know this? Mm, it's there a fun you go. One. That's a wow, big one. Wow, that could, well, that's, again, this is where. The you know the curry at eighteen to one is it's good value. It is great value. 
It's not just good value. It's great value. Bry or Harry, does Curry win it? Or is it just fun to say 18 to 1? Uh, yeah, I mean, 18 to uh, 1. I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, again, I, I think Jokic just because he's been so durable and his numbers mm -hmm. have been great and they're winning, I think it's just, it's hard for Steph. But I, again, <laughs> 18 to 1, it's worth it. I wouldn't bet Jokic at minus 350. I would bet Curry at 18 to 1, but I still think Jokic is winning. Gotcha. Harry? Yeah, I think it's fun. I think it's fun too. But again, boy, it did something when they had 15 wins last year and they're going to have over 30 and uh, to double and even more than double. It's pretty impressive. I know it's something, but we got to pick one. That's the problem here that we keep we keep saying this. But uh, Harry, what was this thing? Joel Solomon alerted me to the, what, what Joel, what were you saying about Harry and the Phoenix Suns and they don't care? The fans. I, told, I was just I was saying to Harry that the Phoenix Suns are, are nearly the top team in the Western Conference and might not be uh, getting enough attention. And our, our resident uh, Phoenix and Harry, mm -hmm. I, I said, what what's the vibe there? And I mean, Harry, well, you, it doesn't seem like there's much excitement. It's not much, you know, uh, fifth biggest city in America, uh, mm. but it's a, a pretty transient city where uh, you know a lot of people aren't from here. The fans, it's not, uh, it's not been big. It's not, uh, I mean, the, 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 they haven't made the playoffs since 2010. This is one of the best teams they may have ever had. Um, I think even when we talked about MVP, Chris Paul doesn't get enough to talk about maybe he's like, uh, last time I checked 140 to one. I mean, obviously he's not going to win it, but he's been tremendous for this team. <laughs> and uh, just it, the vibe isn't here really, Joel. Not really. Well, Harry had an idea how to change the vibe and go back to, you know, these 90s exciting suns and fill the arena. So he's he's going to step up. He wants to pitch them an idea. What is it, Harry? Yeah, where, you know, I, obviously I might not even have to put a full costume on with my chest hair blaring out, but I mm. put a, a, a wig on, sort of like a costume of the old gorilla. And I'm, and then, you know, I'm sitting behind the visitors bench during the playoffs going wild, distracting oh. the players, distracting the team. And I'm the gorilla. I'm the new, I'm gorilla number two for the Phoenix Suns. You're the Phoenix Suns. Do you Suns? really need a costume, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> gorilla number two. Gagorilla. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, is it in the budget for the 37 broken uh, trampolines? I mean, I don't know how they're going to pay for this. <laughs> Can you dunk Hello. off a trampoline? Joel and I were thinking extra points pays for this. I don't know. Pays Harry, for what? A costume? I think the league might have to agree to this. <laughs> That's Harry's go-to. Actually, yeah. this one will pay for this. Like, oh, it seems where like the, the, uh, the team where the old son, the, you know, know, the gorilla has the uh, jersey, the, the, the warm-up yeah, jersey, the white. Yeah, okay. On the that would be not, you know, and I'm distracting the team, helping the Suns out. You did have the Suns in our uh, extra points futures pool, or draft, rather. You had them to win the to West? Win the West. To win the West. All right, go At ahead. Brag a little. One. Twenty-two to one. It's plus nine fifty now on Fanduel. Mm. But um, I don't know. I watch them. They're good. They're fun. I don't think they're deep enough. For the West. I've actually watched nice, like two of nice those. Nice comeback games. last night against the uh, my extra points pick was the Suns yeah. plus three and a half. You, beat you were, Milwaukee. That was nice. you, you were nervous about that though, right, Harry? The overtime. Once it went to overtime, you're like, oh fuck. He doesn't get I nervous. I didn't even see that it went to overtime. <laughs> <I just saw laughs> the final. On, how, how, how is that possible? <laughs> I guess like like he said, I didn't bet, I, I didn't bet last I, night. I get like like he like Joel just said, nobody in Phoenix is paying attention to these Phoenix games. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Not even the gorilla himself. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's talk baseball, but let's talk what Fandle is doing with baseball. We've had that dream tie game. Bottom of the ninth bases loaded on Fandle Sportsbook. You get more than one shot to swing for the fences. Fandle is letting you place 
your first bet risk-free. That's right. New users get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win, and it only gets better from there. Once you have an account, you'll have access to same-game parlay insurance all season long. That's up to $25 back in site credit each day if your same-game parlay bet falls one leg short. This way, you can combine multiple baseball bets for an even bigger win. There's a reason FanDuel Sportsbook's America's number one sportsbook. The app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets. Same game parlays. They get you your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code against all odds to get in on the action. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code against all odds. Either of you guys, what do you have baseball wise for uh, your extra points pick of the day? Anybody have ba- someone has baseball? No, uh, no, I, we, I was thinking about basketball. taking the Dodgers today. Minus one and a half Sal. You know, that's an early Dodgers. game, right? They lost it's an early to game. So I mean, they've been killing everybody stay away from it. But right. If, if anybody hears it, minus one, look, Dodgers, two losses in a row. They right. bounce back in a big way today. Arias against Gonzalez. Uh, minus one and a half is minus one ten. That's a good one. Parley kid. That's an early start. I've got the um, Reds. I got the Reds over the Diamondbacks. Castillo go. and Gowan, right? So what's that? Yeah. Minus one fifty six right now. I'm seeing on Fandle. I got That's it minus one thirty six. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Stealing. Maybe you got the the gorilla uh, discount or something. Dime, Arizona giving up the most uh, runs in uh, in baseball. Yeah, I know it. I was on the wrong side of them. Um, Paulie kid, would you trade a Knicks uh, first round playoff? First round playoff win. They advance to the second round, but your Yankees don't make the playoffs. You trade. Yeah, you make I'll that take trade. It. You do. Yeah, I'll, take, I'll make that trade. Wow. Yeah. Brother I'll Bri. make that trade. Brother Bry, you take that? Uh yeah, I would take it. I would take it too. <sighs> we we've had you know, we've had we've had good runs of uh Yankees here. Although this is Yeah, yeah the distur- Yankees might distur- need something. Yeah, they might need something uh dramatic to happen to shake things up in this organization a little bit, so. Really? Go ahead. Let's hear it. What are you, well, the Harry dresses in gorilla costume, or it has to be more dressed than that? <laughs> no, I, mean, I look. I'm not a uh, you know into firing coaches too often, and I I still don't. Mm. I can't blame Boone. It's the the way this team has been constructed. It's just mm-hmm. you know they're bad and they're boring on on top of it. You know, so uh, you know a couple of years yeah. ago it seemed like we had some young talent coming through. We had some kind of no name players. Right, uh, stepping up, and now you just this team is uninteresting right now. But it's, it's so early. I can't. You can't bury them. I. I think Brother Bry was sending some odds around about the Yankees last night. They're still like the favorite to win the division. This they're minus one thirty you know? so, right now crazy. to win the East, which is I, this might be the last week for that. Um, the Red Sox, uh, it just sucks. Red Sox the, were the like plus three twenty five or something. Last yeah, night. plus three twenty now. I hate it. I hate this. I hate both those teams. So why does the Yankees go away, Harry? The Red Sox have to jump in. That's no fun for us. <laughs> why couldn't the Orioles continue their hot run from uh, right. going 3-0 and or whatever to start the season? Um, but it is entry. Go ahead. Say it, uh, Parley Kid. You want Cashman out. That's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he's. I think it's uh, He's. It's run its course, right? A little different blood in there. Right. Uh, but, you know, with the with – the, uh, you know, without uh, the old man Steinbrenner around, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just yeah. a diff- it's different here. These guys hang around and, uh, you know, the Yankees, look, when you have a budget like they have, you sh- this should never happen. I mean, uh, but again, I, I have faith that they'll turn it around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, 
who's to say they don't have another slide like this or uh, once, it's uh, Darren, once or it's, twice it's, more it's, during it's, the season? Are you more are you more uh, disappointed, Darren, with the production on offense or just the starting pitching? Oh no, oh. I never, I never. The starting pitching to me is uh, it's it's not what we want it to be. Uh, they, their bullpen is always pretty solid. Uh, I really blame it on the bats. I mean, when you, you pay these guys, these hitters, what you're paying them, they're not, besides Cole, and Cole's earning his money, the Yankees aren't spending a crazy amount of money on any pitcher. Right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. They're not. So it comes to me as, but they're spending a lot of money on the Stantons of the world. So yeah. Those well, guys, home run or bust, it seems like a lot. It's, well, it's, 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 that's exactly what it is. And and, and Lemayhew, who's been fantastic, yeah. and was a great pickup from. He, he hasn't been good this year. He's going to be fine. Lemayhew, do not worry about Lemayhew. His numbers will be Don't there. Don't worry about Lemayhew, Harry. <laughs> should, should, <laughs> uh, should should Hicks be batting third? <laughs> no. This is look. They gave and bro, brother Bry knows I I can't stand Hicks. I, Who loves they it? gave him the seven year seventy million dollar contract. Uh, you know, the baseball nerds of the world were like, oh, it's a good deal, you know, because he's this he's this like, you know, analytics type of player. But if you watch him every day, you're like, mm. this guy is terrible. I don't care what anything says. He's just not. He's a fourth outfielder. That's what he is. Joel he's Solomon, you, you became a, a Yankees fan at the ripe age of uh, 30 years old or something like that. What, what are you? You're not happy with this team either. The way their their bats are weak and. How do you not make a lineup change? And th- this is why the parlay kid is always right. Is always right. They don't shake anything up. Hicks is batting 160. Frazier's batting 167. They they refuse to make a lineup change. And uh, like, like we said the other day, that's why Jay Bruce was like, yeah, I'm going to get the hell out of here. This is, uh, yeah. I've had enough. Jay, they couldn't even get him in that bat on Sunday? My <laughs> God. A Yankee legend, Jay Bruce. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Just see him in the with the other monuments in the outfield. Joel, uh, guess Joel, I'm, is that yeah. true though? You didn't become a Yankee fan until later on. I we mean, took we issue. We, we, we took issue to with Joel on extra points on this. So he just. Uh, I just don't think you can become a Yankee fan when you've been a baseball fan for ten years, right? In those decades, you have to learn to hate the Yankees, no matter where you move to. Again, listen, to my Hofstra. my father came back from a business trip from New York, <laughs> and he he brought me. But Joel, I was young. I was young and dumb. I I had to be a Cowboys fan. You you, I'm saying you had ten years of rooting experience, and then made a decision to be a Yankee fan. But I moved to Hofstra, which was like a, a hotbed of Yankee fans. There you go. I was surrounded by it. And I mean, what am I going to mm. keep rooting for the Pirates? There, if <laughs> That would be like it, it was rooting for a sinking ship to, to sink. So Right. Interesting analogy. All right. Now I'm moving to Phoenix with Harry, and I'll be a Diamondbacks fan. <laughs> You'll be the, uh, <laughs> the the Phoenix Suns gorilla. Harry, come on out, Joel. Come on out tonight. We're going to uh, we got a suite tomorrow night for the Coyotes. Come on out, Joel. Oh, you invited. freaking Coyotes killed me last night, Harry. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Minnesota's killed him this too. year. Yeah. Well, you you talked me up about the goalie. I get in there. Wow. What's his name? Crumper. Oh, he's back. He's back. Kemper. Yeah, wow. Kemper. He gives a shit. All right, move in for the uh, Yankees. <laughs> so we, we picked Cy Young. I think we must have done this. When did we do this, Bri? March twentieth, like probably March. Mar- no, March like second. Oh, we earlier did, we okay. did the Cy so Youngs early. Yeah, yeah. About six weeks ago, we put our Cy Young picks in. We, Bri, you and I like the Grom. I mean, that's mm-hmm. 
whatever. We, we're not. <laughs> that's not saying much there with Degrom. Yeah. He's great. I didn't know he would bat like 500 this year. That that's that surprised me right there. But you know, uh, somehow escaped with the win Saturday. That's something else. 17 parlay kid. 21 out. 17 by strikeout. The biggest percentage since 1900. That Rockies lineup is dismal, but um, yeah. But uh, still pretty good. What we get a plus three eighty is plus two twenty now. Yeah. Jacob Degrom. So now what these guys are three or four starts in. You know we need some stuff to talk about. Let's talk Cy Young. Harry, you had Shane Bieber. Yeah. And what odds did you have for him? I think Broadway right plus three thirty something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think he's he's still about the same. No, he's Harry. plus three. Yeah, he's plus three fifty yeah. now. Oh, that's what he was. Yeah, he was three thirty, I think, to start. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought Harry was about to brag about something amazing, <laughs> but he has, I mean, he is someone I would th- throw in there. Not great odds, but 10 plus strikeouts and four straight starts, right? Yep. Harry, this is your guy. You want to talk? I don't know. He vanished. Oh, that's it. He's gone. See ya. <laughs> That's it. Maybe the uh, costume arrived from Amazon, the gorilla costume. You had to pick <laughs> it up at the door. All right. So Harry like Shane Bieber. The, uh, oh, <laughs> thank you. Thanks, oh Jim. My He's gosh. back. All right, Parley kid, jump in there. Uh, I have a couple more that I would add, but uh, who, who, did, who did you like for Cy Young? And either well, we're talking like, you know, again, v- value. I mean, I, like you're saying, I mean, you stick with DeGrom I, while he's still uh, plus 220. That's yeah. a no-brainer. Well, let's take another med here, Sal. 35 to 1. I like Long it. Island's own Marcus Stroman. Yes. 35 to 1, size 3-0. Oh, his ERA is under 1. I know his strikeout totals aren't great, but the Mets have some uh, some analytics guys behind the scenes, supposedly, that are really working with their pitchers. Mm-hmm. That really is pitching to contact. He's really It's been smart. Um, he's got a lot of personality. And he's yep. on a. This is his one year deal, Sal. He's got a lot to pitch for this year, uh, in terms of money, money, money. Okay, so I think Strowman can keep this rolling, and the Mets are really, really good. They're so good yeah. that he's gonna, he's going <laughs> to win. You know, he's going to win twenty twenty five games. This guy, it's going to happen. Like so it. at thirty five to one, <laughs> jump on it now. Marcus Stroman, Patchog native, hometown of Frankie C- Crispino. Uh, do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and maybe a gold glove winner. Who knows? Oh, poor Polly kid. He, p- he picked the wrong New York team to not make the playoffs. He was all over it. Remember in our previews that the Mets aren't making the playoffs. <laughs> the Mets are going to go seven and six and make the playoffs by a uh, percentage. They're not going to get to play many, many more games. All right, Harry, you're back. I was trying to uh, yeah. tee, tee up for the Shane Bieber talk. No, I got a I got a new guy up. I got I like someone else now too. Go ahead. Who is it? I like uh, Tyler Glass now of the Rays mm-hmm. at five to one, two and zero, oh, twenty four and two thirds innings, only nine hits, two earned runs, thirty six Ks. He's getting thirteen Ks per nine inning average, zero point seven three ERA, and he shut down the Yankees on Saturday. My extra points pick. Give me Tyler Glass now at five to one. He's been fantastic. All right. Well, Brian, I'm looking for like long range stuff, right? That we missed on that the guys are coming on. But wh- who do you like? Uh, yeah, I mean, in? I'm yeah. not giving you anything. I'm not giving you anything too crazy either. I mean, I, I think it's like you got to look at guys, 
especially for the Cy Young, right? You, even just now with three or four starts, you got to look at guys who strike out guys pretty much at, at yeah. this point, it, it seems like. So, yeah, I was, well, trying to, now. I was trying to find, yeah, but I know, trying to find some big, big odds. I mean, American League, definitely something wacky could happen. Like uh, Duffy, I would, I would definitely look at him, but uh, right now they don't have odds up for him. I'm not really sure why, but hmm. I would look at Bauer. I just because Bauer's plus seven fifty. Don't get me wrong. I think, I think Degrom, if he's healthy, he kind of runs away with it. I, it's funny being a Yankee fan. Like it's hard for me because I really, do, I really, really enjoy watching Degrom games. Like if if the Yankees are on and Degrom's pitching, like I have no problem. The Yankees have been so don't boring, fight right? it. Don't fight I, it, brother. I, I it's well, fun it's to funny, watch. but but, but you should feel fun... bad for this guy. Everyone well, should feel bad for this guy. Well, what's fun, <laughs> what's great to watch is, I mean, I love the idea of like, all right, Degrom, just keep throwing, you know, striking out everybody, and just you know, put up zeros yeah. across the board. But the Mets not hitting. I love that. Like, I just love watching those games because I just it's so funny that you know you could potentially win another Cy Young, winning like mm. five games. But right. But Bauer's last three. Uh, jumping back to Bauer. Bauer's last three starts only has given up three runs. He's not going to give up. He really is just not going to give up many runs at Dodger Stadium. He has a .6 whip. So, I uh, Crazy. I mean, his numbers, you know, from last year and this year are pretty pretty phenomenal. So, I think he'll probably hover. I mean, him and DeGrom will probably hover around, have similar numbers. Uh, but at seven, plus 750, I, I, I like that. That's a good one. All right, I'll throw some long shots at you. Max Scherzer, obviously, we know what he's about. 24 yeah. strikeouts and uh, three starts. You can get him at 18-1 to for the Nats. Uh, Jack Flaherty, his Cardinals team. I had high hopes for them. He's 22-1, to 3-0. and They hit for him. 21 strikeouts and 21 yeah. and a third innings pitch and a 1.12 whip. Those are the two I'll throw at you. And I do uh, like Bieber, though. You don't get incredible odds there. He's... Um, He's coming on. But anyway, so how many starts do these guys usually get? 27, 28 in that range? Or is that too many? Yeah, it's like close to 30, 30. Yeah, close to 30. All right. Yeah, 30. So 15% in. We're trying to give you some uh, some value there at the Cy Young and Cy Young Awards. Um, interesting. What did I want to say here, Harry? Oh, this is what I want to say. The last, you know, who's last, at least last listed in the American League for Cy Young at 100 to 1. Did you see who it was? Robbie Wright. Robbie Wright. Robbie Ray. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Went five innings of no hit ball uh, against the uh, against the Yankees. And then you mentioned start. it, and that was it. All you had that to do was, was it. mention it. The and then he gave up the, the two, and then he gave up the two and homer, and then Jinx. but still pitched very Jinx. well in that game. All right. Hey, it's time to take a ride on the Riverboat Casino. Each week, the degenerate trifecta and I set sail, tackling pretend propositions as they relate to sports and pop culture. Joe Buck, Fox's Joe Buck, is filling in as host of Jeopardy. Now, Harry is very upset because this means, <clears throat> I mean, we all knew that Aaron Rodgers, it's on a rotating basis here, but Joe Buck is filling in as host of Jeopardy. You're not Harry, happy with this, Harry? Boring. Oh, come on. I love Buck. He's fun. Nah. He's kind of perfect <laughs> for it. But it got me asking, uh, got me thinking, which sportscaster would you love to see in the permanent role as Jeopardy host. All right, Harry, if not Joe Buck, then who? We have odds. Joe Buck, three to one. Aaron Andrews, seven to one. Tony Romo, 10 to one odds. Aqib Tlaib, 25 to one odds. Or the field at minus 250. I do love Tlaib as an announcer, but I'm going to go with, uh, how about Bill Walton off the, uh, take the part of the field. Bill Walton <laughs> would be tremendous. I mean, I know everything's set in time. 
you gotta you only have a certain amount of time to get everything done that's something i'd really worry about walton especially <laughs> when he's in after the uh, initial beginning mm. and they come back from commercial and they talk to everybody about you know whatever little story they have i can mad i can just see him going on and on with somebody who went to maybe uh different countries or from Chile or went on vacation. I could see him going on and on again with everybody and taking too much time, but I think he'd be fantastic and be a lot of fun. All right. It's a nice gift to Bill Walton on 420. All right, Parley kid, who do you mm-hmm. like? Who is Tony Romo at oh, 10 to one? Nice. Uh, witty, charming, handsome, and probably <laughs> could even guess the questions without even having to read them. So Tony right. Romo, ten to one. I like it. Happy birthday, Tony Romo, tomorrow, right? I think uh, yes, Wednesday, twenty first. All right, all right. Happy Brother birthday, Brian. buddy. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday, Tony. Happy birthday, Brother Bry. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Harry's is funny. The Bill Walton, because yeah, I, I honestly think he'd probably get through one question. I mean, only yeah. he only he's probably one of the few who smokes more weed than Harry. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> he, doesn't drink, he doesn't drink as much, but drink, drink doesn't as drink much as much. Doesn't drink, but I'm gonna go with the field. I, I'll say Jim Nance. Uh, to me, it just seems like the perfect fill-in. He's kind of like Trebek a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, he'd start off every show with his hello friends, and he probably mm-hmm. it's a great personality to host. It's it's very. I feel like the, I don't know, Jeopardy. Watching Jeopardy and golf, is, I don't know, it's different, but I feel like it's the same type of. I don't know, it's the same type of people. I feel like watching it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm making fun of both cerebral, of them. Cerebral, yeah, you know, cerebral yeah. type of so, people. Yeah, I, I just think in terms of a, if you're looking for a replacement for Trebek, somebody mm-hmm. who could be very comparable to him and you wouldn't be like, uh, they they even though he's pretty much the same, you wouldn't you, you'd still love him. So uh, I'll go with with Nance there. I mean, obviously, Romo's my favorite, but <laughs> I think as a Jeopardy host replacement, Gus Johnson Oh yeah, I, I, I'd love to see Gus do anything. I mean, the excitement. I don't know if we could take a uh, full thirty minutes of excitement, <laughs> right? I might, like, uh, yes, you hit it, the Battle of Lake Titicaca. Oh boy, <laughs> we'll be back in two minutes. Is it like it might be too much to t- handle? But I would love, love to see Gus Johnson, well, right. Jim good. Cunningham. What do you think? You have an answer? I think um, after this weekend watching that trailer event, I mean, there are a lot of choices. There's the Crime Faces guy who I love from Instagram. Yeah, he's um, Oscar De La Hoya, the Golden Schlager boy. And, uh, but I'd have to go with Snoop. I mean, Snoop's the only one. He's the greatest. I forgot. You're right. Snoop is a legitimate sports. Or Ric Flair. Ric Flair screaming during the uh, slapping contest was great, too. Wasn't uh, Snoop doing one recently? He was doing like. uh, what's what the, the card game? Was doing a card. He was doing something. A oh right, the card sharks. Yeah, he yeah. Did do card was the card yeah, sharks. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, I think so. Right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know what they, you know, they turned the card over. Whatever yeah, it's that card is. Sharks. The card sharks. Yeah, yeah. right. He's was still right. that. Was Snoop? Yeah, he sucked. Was Snoop? <laughs> was Snoop the only one who came out like uh, like it was a positive thing after that? After the Askren, yeah, Jake well, Paul. Everybody like, tested positive, Snoop, but yes, but, he was. But Snoop was the only one where I was like, oh, you know. He, it doesn't look bad for him. He seemed like he was okay. And then everybody else just like bad, <laughs> bad career, bad career move. He's kind of bulletproof at this point, Snoop. I love him, but yeah. I mean, it, you know, not literally bulletproof. I don't want to challenge anyone out there, but, but any of his enemies. Uh, all right, Joel Solomon, you want to jump in? You have an answer? 
I mean, as great as it would be for Marv Albert, because every answer he would go, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's got to be Mad Dog Chris Russo or Mike Francesa. <laughs> I mean, they would introduce the topic and it would be, uh, you know, hmm. U.S. presidents. And then, in, oh, the U.S. presidents. Let me tell you the thing about U.S. presidents. And you, they, would, they would never even ask the question. <laughs> that is a terrible, <laughs> terrible answer, Joel. What, what, what? What are you guessing? The Byzantine Empire? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah. Mad Dog would be great. That'd be fun. All right. Well, sorry, Harry. You stuck with Joe Buck for a few weeks here. <laughs> Rogers, by the way, Aaron Rodgers has been fantastic. He was fine. He was fine. Oh, he's good. Every yeah, article I saw. Every article I saw. Listen, Watch I don't like hilarious... the football field. He can retire, but he's smooth. Watch this hilarious moment with Aaron Rodgers on Jeopardy. And then I click it on. It's like, oh, okay. That was fun. Yeah, was okay. Exactly. Exactly. Well, how was I it felt the one when like, nobody oh, got wait, the Green Bay? Was, right. was it the one when nobody got the Green Bay Packer question? Is that what it was? Yeah, that's fine. But that was more the contestant that did anything there, right? Yeah. Like I, that, he wrote that. Um, right. Interesting. All right, guys. Sharp Tank. Early week Sharp Tank. You're going to do this. You're going to do this again on Thursday. What is your best bet? You're going to give me your best bet, and I am going to buy one of them. Not too great to end the week. Joel Solomon laughed that we should make a T-shirt out of the graphic that laid out the uh, the best bets. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> featuring Brother Bry's Ben Askren pick. Harry, you had a bad one, too? Who did you have? True X. True X. Parley Kid, didn't you have Whitaker? No, what was, what was yours on that? No. Oh, you had the hockey game. You had the bad hockey game. The, was that? Yes, right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's bounce back, Harry. What are you doing? You don't have to take NASCAR now. You could save it for later in the week. We're going to go NBA tonight. We're going to go Sacramento Kings, Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm going to take De'Aaron Fox over 29 and a half points at minus 106 for the Kings. Uh, In their only other matchup versus Minnesota this year, he had 31. Fox has scored 30 or more five of the last seven games. Uh, he's led the Kings in scoring 22 of the past 27 games. And Minnesota is one of the worst teams defensively in the league. De'Aaron Fox, over 29 and a half for the Kings tonight over the Timberwolves. That's a lot of points for yeah, those, a team the, that's playing a 30, team. 30 or more, <laughs> five of the last seven. Yeah, I get it. But the, and that doesn't include with- three weeks ago when we went for 40 a couple times. Oh, I didn't even remember three weeks ago. You're right. Harry, Shit. you should so you should have ago. caveated though, right? I have you gotten a Kings game right this year? Yeah. <laughs> I actually did the other the the, the the Kings Jazz game about a week ago last Saturday. I got right. Okay. He's the Burger King King. Of course you got it right. <laughs> Brutal. My yeah. my uh <laughs> This is well, this is a prop right. though, Brian. Not a, not just the game. Yeah, I got no, no. I got yeah, I got. Yeah. Yeah, I just I know they've been screwing you though. So all right, yeah. let me listen to all of them now, brother. Brian, go ahead. You you make yours. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, the Brewers uh, plus 102 at the Padres. Look, uh, mm-hmm. Corbin Burns pitching tonight's been ridiculous. I know we were talking about Cy Young pitchers before. I mean, look at his numbers, crazy, right? Three starts, yeah. one run. His WHIP is like 0.22, so 30 strikeouts, no walks. And meanwhile, the Padres lineup has been pretty bad the last seven games. They've lost five of the last seven. So the fact you're getting plus 102 with uh, right now, he's the best pitcher. I mean, I wouldn't take him for Cy Young, but uh, he's been phenomenal. So I'd just ride the streak Mm. here for for Burns right now. All right. Parlay kid. All right. Yes, yeah, so I did have Whitaker. I did have Whitaker, though, plus yeah. 135 to go to the distance. But it was, we didn't do a sharp tank on Thursday because uh, we were not, were not on the pot. But that was going to be mine. So we put it in. We hit That's with right. that. But at the same time, I'm going with a 
hockey parlay tonight. Three-team hockey parlay. Ooh, wow. It's plus 130, so it's not great when you're taking three hockey teams, but we're taking the Bruins. Uh, they're minus 330. It's a big line against at Buffalo. We're taking the Leafs, minus 335 at Vancouver. And we're taking the Pens home against the Devils. I think uh, the better teams all win here. It's getting late in the season. Hmm. The, the good teams need to win. So let's take that. It's plus 130 for those three to win tonight, Sal. Interesting. All right. Um, Harry, I have not had good luck. I I haven't bet an NBA game in, in over a month. I bet the player props. Hmm. I haven't bet a team. And I don't know why I'm proud to say this because I'm just as bad on the player props. Yesterday I had Kelly Olnick over what half of my area over 16 16 and a half freaking had three at halftime ended up with 10 Mm -hmm. or something. That's been the way, the way for me. I don't know about this. De'Aaron Fox. I get it. Minnesota's defense sucks. Everything 30 points is a lot for a player who might not play the fourth quarter, right? Like they they get blown out a lot. Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pass on that parlay kid. I get where you're coming from here, but this is an April, a Tuesday in April. I, uh, by the way, we pulled the stats for the Sabres since they, since they were terrible, they've been very good <laughs> as for, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, making money for the betters. And they beat mm-hmm. me on Saturday too. God forbid. I think the pens are went two in a row against the Sabres. So I'm going to stay away from that brother. Brian, I'm with you. I'll go with the hot hand on the, on the Hill there for the Brewers. What did it say? Plus one Oh two. Plus one two. I thought I thought you were gonna not pick any of ours after last week. That made that would have made sense. <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys have been good. You've been good on the extrapoints.com. Yeah, you get, yeah, those uh, have been better. Free picks every day. You get what? What kind of podcasts are on there, Jim Cunningham? It's crazy. This is extra points. There's the betting academy. You can learn a Laugh lot from lines. Gina Paradiso. Laugh lines. Yes, that's coming up. We got Sean Green on uh, tonight, and uh, what minus three. Twice a Lemon week. Lemon pepper parlay. Lemon pepper parlay. Card Wars. Martin Weiss is all the place. Card Wars, yes, with Paul LaDuca and Caleb Keller. They're going to try to make me money buying and selling cards. Um, yeah, that uh, Perk, uh, did they go four for four yesterday? This first half um, bets? Possibly. He's, he's been pretty good with those, right, lately? Those yeah, first like half three bets. Three favorites in the first half, and then the the Grizzlies, I think, in the first half. Which one? Yeah, right? yeah, the Grizzlies. Yep, they, they covered. Yeah. All right, Brother Bry, you're at the Brother Bry, right? At the Brother Bry. Um, yeah, just been busy. My daughter's start, you know, sports is really busy right now. So she had her first her first basketball tournament ever the other day. Mm-hmm. It was it was okay. She um she played okay. Nice. She had a, she, she, <laughs> what were the stats, Bry? Uh well she in the first two games she She had thirty seven points. She played she, okay. Five, five of nine from the field. For she's very good shooter. Like for her age, she's but she's still a little timid. I will. My most impressive thing: she had a breakaway lefty finger roll for a ten-year-old girl. I thought. Oh, was, nice! Was, was pretty. Yeah, good. was pretty great. Excellent. Yeah, Bri, would it help if an obese man in a gorilla costume was rooting her on? Be- well, it could. Boot? It would maybe motivate her a little bit more. I mean, I did like for Saturday. I spent about an hour card ride driving home, just yelling at her. So, oh good. Um, I, I know, Doesn't I know, hurt, Sal. I, I, hurt. I, I know the parlay kids done that probably many times with the kids when they were little. <laughs> when they were little, but um. Oh, God, you know, yeah. I wonder what if it'd be a good investment to start a ride share of uh, for kids who just don't want to ride home with their parents from these terrible. Events. Oh, yeah. Mm. Just like, oh, just she- like a positive reinforcement the whole time back from the Uber driver or whatever we would call it. I, 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 I couldn't tell you how many times in the car she said she she can't wait 
for till she's up for adoption. I couldn't tell you. It was like oh, no. 20, 25 <laughs> times. Tell us. I think you told us. You basically it's probably like 25 us. times, but you know. <laughs> wow. We, 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 we ended it positively in the last like five, three or four minutes of the car ride. That's good. That's when it counts. Uh, yeah, kind of. I, I had a, uh, my, my boy Harrison had a baseball game, a little game, and I get to the field, and I'm one of the assistant coaches, probably three assistant coaches, and then Mike does a great job. He's the, he's the head coach of the team. And I get to the field, and it's hot. It's, it's never this hot out here. It's like 85 degrees, so I'm wearing a T-shirt, and the coach hands me a T-shirt, and it's for the assistant coaches, and it's got the team. It's the Padres. It's the whatever the Manhattan Beach, whatever it is, league. Um, I'm like, oh, okay, good. So I have nowhere to change except for right there in front of the dugout. So I'm going to take my shirt off and I go to do this. And Harrison, my seven-year-old is like, oh, no, dad, please don't do that right now. Please don't do that. <laughs> I was like, well, we're parked three blocks away. I don't want to walk to the car. He's like, yeah, just wear, please just wear the UCLA shirt. I don't care. Just please don't wear it. I'm like, no, I'm nice. doing it. I took the shirt off. I sucked uh. my gut in. I almost got like a, I cramped up for the next hour sucking my gut in, <laughs> changing the shirt. But uh, Harrison had to look away. So yeah. good. Like it. Uh, Parlay Kid, you're at the Chalk Talker. At the Chalk Talker. And, uh, yeah, we got um, – it's weird I, when I talk about football at this point of the year. So it's kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of football, we're about a week away from the NFL draft. That's going to be a great night. L- really looking forward to that next week too. Single so. digits, nine awesome. days away. Yes, gonna we're awesome. going to have some experts on to talk about that third pick, which is really the one that's going to throw everything out of whack, right? We know it's Lawrence. We know it's Zach Wilson. Is it Justin Fields third? Is it Trey Lance? Who's it going to be? It's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens there. We'll talk. Harry, you're at AAO Harry. At AAO Harry. Also check out my other work and and, uh, podcasts and articles at bestbetcorner.com. I have uh, some something. I, I don't know what the hell's going on here. I almost think someone's playing a joke on me. But Jim, will you pull up the video I sent you? So when I go to text... I'm going to show you what happens when I go to text the word God. And if you write, oh, my God, like there is no God. Okay, this is a text chain we're on. Go ahead, Jim, play it. Watch what happens when I text the word God. Oh, there it is. Oh, my God. It goes to Harry. (laughs) It changes to Harry every single time I go to God. So Harry, did you? You're not smart enough to get in my phone and do this when I'm not looking. But look at that, God, and it automatically defaults to Harry. That is insane. That's, listen, don't uh, don't underestimate me. Don't underestimate me. Oh, you're God. I'm Have you been saying, God don't all underestimate along? Me. I am smart. Maybe I am smart enough. Ha- Harry being God though makes sense, right? For the last two years, what's happened? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Thanks, God. Joel, what do you think of that? Is that insane or what? I have to get a new phone, right? It, it, it only makes sense. It, 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 <laughs> I, Joel, how I, much I, can we sell that phone for? Harry, yeah. Harry, you are uh, ominous. You're an ominous person. And, and, uh, yeah. Well, yes. maybe the nice. Sal, I had a similar issue with that where, you know, the autocorrect kept changing stuff. But then I was like, so I shut off autocorrect eventually. And then I realized I was just really spelling everything wrong. So then I oh, had really? To, then I had to you put turn it, back it back on. on. Yeah. Then I put but, it back on. But, Brian, it's not even the same. It's I know. not even in the yeah. same neighborhood. Like, it's not three letters off. It's not even on the keypad. It's not. What the hell's going on? Why am I typing God? It says Harry. God Gagnon. 
God that, Gagnon. There you that's go. A good, that's a good nickname. I think maybe that should stick for him. You know what? It's been weeks since you had a new nickname. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> I think that's a good one. All right. G, I'm at G the squared. Sal. <laughs> Watch me on Fox Bet Live Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern on FS1. Go to extrapoints.com where you can get all your free picks and all your sports gambling podcasts right there. Jim Cunningham, the eyes are one. Jim Cunningham, Twitter of the week, right? Yes, sir. Showtime Boxing Podcast, Twitter of the week. Um, and yes, it's uh, at Jim Cunningham and the eyes are ones. I think your phone might be replacing God with Harry because it like learned, you know, like people pray and they're like, you know, kind of like begging, pleading. And that was probably you texting Harry being like, please yeah. stop fucking up these picks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like putting them out of order. <laughs> and then they thought you were talking to God. Wow. Is someone Probably. about to get a big duh here? I hate to end the episode on a big duh. <laughs> I'll leave well, it. I'll, I'm holding back. Maybe it's like, yeah, maybe <laughs> you're right. You might right, be right. You might be maybe right. it's like, oh my God, Harry, how did you do? Oh my God, Harry, what are you saying now? But so it's yeah, just, right. it's, it's taking care of that part for me. It's like, uh, it got confused. Okay. I confused it into thinking Harry is, is the big man in the sky. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta. Jim Cunningham, Joel Solomon, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, na, na.